And just because you're an extrovert does not mean you have good communication skills. Hell no. They could be so much worse or they could be good, you know? And that's what I'm saying. There's strengths in both strengths and weaknesses in both introverts and extroverts. So what I want you to do is focus on your strengths around being an introvert. Hey guys, welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. My name is Steph Ganowski, and as a men's coach, I'm on a mission to help men prioritize themselves, take ownership over their challenges, set boundaries in their relationships, and much more, all while adding a female touch and perspective. I hope this podcast helps you. We need you men, and as a woman, I'm rooting for you. Enjoy. Hello, welcome back to the show. Today's topic is about being an introvert and dating. Why is dating so hard for introverts? How to date as an introvert? How to approach women as an introvert? These are such common questions that come from guys and, or just in general. And people have this assumption that because they're an introvert, it's harder to, to communicate <laughs> with people when it's really not. Uh, it's just the way, it's just the definition you're putting on being an introvert. And this is why I tell guys to get out of this habit of calling yourself or labeling, putting any label on yourself. Forget introvert. You know, you don't want to put any label such as uh, lazy. Some guys say I'm too ambitious for a relationship. And that, of course, is in a negative context. Like, I'm context. I'm too ambitious for it to work. You know, like, or guys will say I'm too, I'm too fat. You know, they put a label on themselves that is hurtful to themselves or brings them, brings themselves down. And what happens when you put labels on yourself that hinder you, hinder your progress in your dating life, hinder your growth or value as an individual man, this is what fucks up your future and messes with the present moment. Because if you truly believe that this label is you and it is true, then whatever you believe will be your reality. So it will come true. If you say, oh, dating is hard because I'm an introvert, then dating will be hard and you will blame yourself being an introvert. And then every time you go on a date, you're going to, and every time you you go on a date and perform an action that you can associate to being an introvert, you're going to say, yep, see, there it is. Proved myself right. And what do I say in like every fucking episode? <laughs> say the brain is always trying to prove you right. Your belief systems will always try to prove you right. So like I said, if you're on a date and you do something, that you feel messed you up, you're more likely to blame it on a label you have or believe about yourself as an excuse for why that messed you up. So for instance, you'll say something like, oh, it's because I'm an introvert. That's why it didn't work. So what I want you to do, I want you to flip the script because it's okay to be an introvert. There's, it's not better or worse to be an introvert versus an extrovert, you know? And a lot of introverts, I feel, feel that way. I think feel that way because they look down on themselves or devalue themselves for being an introvert And, you know, it's harder for me. Or they victimize themselves. It's hard for me because I'm an introvert. No, it's not. Okay? it's Don't take that mindset because there are also strengths in being an introvert, just as there are weaknesses in being an extrovert. Okay? Sometimes on dates, extroverts are just too much. You know, they're too talkative. They're not as good listeners as introverts are because they're just always thinking of the next thing to say. They're trying to keep the party going. They're trying to keep the conversation moving and flowing and... And they want to always have someone speaking. Extroverts are more out there, which sometimes they could be, they can ask more inappropriate questions that make someone uncomfortable. So there are weaknesses and strengths 
in being an extrovert, just as there are weaknesses and strengths in being an introvert. So what I want you to do is I want you to change the label or change the perspective of your label from I'm an introvert. So when I go on dates, I'm a really good listener and women really appreciate my listening skills. I'm an introvert. I am more likely to read her body language fully and know where to steer the conversation because I'm, I'm good at being more in the moment and held back so that, you know, the conversation isn't rushed or awkward questions aren't asked just to fill the space. Um, so see what I'm doing. I'm changing the label and the perspective of it to focus on your strengths around being an introvert. And this is really important because, and, and this is why I have a hard time believing that these personality tests are really the best things for us if they have negative things within them. <laughs> I feel like they should only have good things because if you think about it, for instance, a Pisces um, or anyone's horoscope, I'm a Pisces, birthday tomorrow, woo woo. Um, if, you're, if you pay attention to your horoscope and say your horoscope tells you that in general, you're the jealous type, right? What does that do? That gets in your head. That kind of fucks with your energy and fucks with your future. Because if you, if you believe that that's true and horoscopes are true and what are you going to do? Like I, like I always say, the brain is trying to prove you right. Always. So what's going to happen? The next time you feel a tinge of jealousy, you're going to say, oh, there it is. That makes sense because I'm a cancer <laughs> whatever. And you find a way to back it up and make it true. And then you feel the jealousy and you're like, yeah, I'm, I am a jealous person. When really deep down, you don't have to be. You're just living up to a certain belief that was in a way forced upon you. And, and you're continuing to allow it to be forced upon you by participating in it and believing it. You don't have to believe it. Believe the stuff that suits you. All the other shit is crap. <laughs> All the other shit is crap. If it's not hurting you, then cool. You know, I, I'm a total introvert. I really, I feel like I, I, uh, regain my ultimate relaxation and strength when I'm by myself. I can't really fully relax and kind of uh, reboot, if that makes sense, if I'm with other people. Um, I need to fill myself back up by just being alone for a little bit, and then I feel like, oh, okay, I'm good. Like sometimes if I have a hectic week with a lot of social stuff going on, I need to stay in on the weekend and just be by myself, and then I feel really good. And that's what mostly makes introverts and extroverts. And of course, in conversation, introverts are less likely to be super talkative because we are very comfortable with ourselves um, and being alone. It's like our safe place is being alone. So that only makes sense that it would more so translate in a social space. If we're very comfortable being alone and quiet, because when you're alone, most likely more quiet than the average extrovert person. So that's going to translate in your communication when you go out, of course. And that's me. I'm not a very talkative person when I'm out unless people ask me about work or ask me a question about something where they want me to dive deep on. Then I go, then I go crazy. (laughs) So I have 200 plus episodes on this podcast because I love what I do and I love talking about it. But, but in, but naturally, no, I'm a very quiet person naturally. So that just goes to show like I feel my best when I'm alone and for on the opposite spectrum, like maybe someone gets their energy around being around people and that's when they feel filled up 
are rebooted in a sense. And they're more so in their happy place when they're talking a lot with other people because they're with other people. So they're going to be talking more. So therefore translates to communication in a social setting where they're more the talkative one because that's what they're more comfortable with. Does that make sense? So that's all that means. And talking a lot does not mean that you're necessarily necessarily good at talking. <laughs> you know? Like there's a lot of extroverts that are annoying as fuck and you probably know a lot of them. And just because you're an extrovert does not mean you have good communication skills. Hell no. They could be so much worse or they could be good. You know? And that's what I'm saying. There's strengths in both strengths and weaknesses in both introverts and extroverts. So what I want you to do is focus on your strengths around being an introvert and don't focus on the weaknesses of it. You know, don't focus. And, and yeah, introverts are more so in their head. They're more quiet. They're more self, uh, like you're, it's easier to fall into that anxiety trap of just being stuck in your head and overthinking because take it back to our comfort place. We're alone. So we have a lot more time in our head. Um, so when we go on a date, in a social setting, that's going to translate. We'll be more in our head than we're outspoken. Okay. So that's all that means. So once you like, once you conquer the voice in your head, then when you go out and communicate with someone, you'll be an amazing communicator because you're, you're constantly reaffirming to yourself that you have value, you have worth, you know what you want. And this is of course, if you do that work when you're alone, um, for instance, me, when I'm alone, if I have a negative thought in my head, I don't sit there and dwell on it. I do everything in my power to say, okay, whoa, where did that thought come from? That wasn't really nice to say to me. And I'll actually go through the thought and be like, why am I feeling, why am I feeling this way? Did something trigger me today? Yeah. Oh yeah. This triggered me today. Yeah. That made me feel like I wasn't that good because, and then this person said that and it kind of fed on to that belief and yeah, now I'm here. Wow. Okay all right, what should I do about this? You know, and if you're that type of person that kind of like understands your mindset and then up levels your value, you catch yourself, then you move to, to um, putting yourself in a more valuable place. It's then that's going to translate once again to your communication. So if you're out and you're not feeling confident and you're an introvert, you're going to put yourself in a valuable, in a state of value and communicate that way. And it doesn't necessarily mean you have to talk more. It just means you're coming from a higher level of confidence. And confidence is key. It doesn't matter if you, you're outspoken or not. If you're confident, that's what women want to see. That's what makes a date fun. That's what makes conversation great. Is just a confident person who knows their value and has self-worth, self-respect. And that's what gets in the way of a lot of guys, lack of self-acknowledgement, self-recognition. When guys don't have that, which a lot of men don't, and they don't pay attention to it or focus on it, that's when you start getting in your head in an anxiety state of, am I not good enough? Am I not worth it? Am I not, you know, what if I'm not good in bed? What if I'm not this? When those thoughts are consuming your head and dominating your mindset more than the thought of, this girl's going to have so much fun with me or I'm going to make her, you know, I want to make her feel like happy and safe all night. And she's going to feel that way. Cause that's the vibe I give off. Like if you don't have that confidence in yourself and the energy you carry within yourself, then yeah, your head is going to go to wherever the dominant thought patterns are. And you're going to react based on the dominant thought patterns. So if you tell yourself, 
in the back of your mind, if you have that belief, oh, I'm an introvert, like this date might be a little hard because I'm an introvert. So, all right, don't mess up. Don't be too much of an introvert. Don't mess up. <laughs> like, what do you think is going to happen? You're going to fuck up all night. <laughs> all night long, you're going to fuck it up <laughs> because you're setting yourself up for failure when you do that shit. You can't do that. So you have to really be like, all right, I'm an introvert and it's going to work out because I'm an introvert. And I'm going to take the strengths of me being an introvert and just like be the best, do the best I could possibly do on this date or be, be the best man I could be on this date. And it's just knowing that you will, because you always are. Nothing really changes and nothing should change, you know, for you to be like, all right, I'm going to be this guy on this date. No, like be the man you want to be always, always. And if you're not him now, know who he is, get clear on who your ideal version of yourself is and be that guy every fucking chance you get. It doesn't change on a date. Just because you're going on a date doesn't mean you become someone else. You become that guy. You're always striving to be that one guy. All right? You're not aiming to please whatever this chick's into. You know? Don't just agree with her because she says something you don't know what to say. If she says something, disagree with her. (laughs) You know? Like, show that, like, you don't need her because you don't. And if you use the excuse of, oh, I'm an introvert, I'm a bad communicator, I'm not you know, I'm too quiet, you're going to be that much more likely to be the pleaser, the nice guy, give in to what, whatever she says, you know, agree with her on every level, be like just super sweet and nice, totally lose the romantic interest. You won't flirt at all because you'll, you'll feel like it's too much of a risk. Like the whole date goes downhill when you have a limiting, something that limits you from the start. And The excuse of being an introvert is one of those things that limits a lot of people when they use it as a label in a negative way. So like I said, if you have a horoscope or if you take a personality test, I want you to only focus on the good things that come from that. And if you agree with the, with the bad things that come with it, ask yourself, all right, is this something I struggle with? Maybe it is, you know, how am I going to get better at that? What can I do to get a little better at that one thing? And, um, you know, for instance, me, I'm a Pisces. And something that naturally resonated with me being a Pisces is that we're obsessed with water, right? The Pisces symbol is a fish, two fish. And so the water is calming for a Pisces. And it really is for me. And I always believe that I lived up the street from the beach in Santa Monica, California. And then I moved to New York City and I had to live right near the water, uh, which I walked by every single day. I went to the beach every single day in California. And I just like love being around. It's like a safety zone for me to be around a huge body of water. It just feels really good. So that I was like, wow, that makes sense. And I have things in my life to back it up that it makes sense. So this must be true. And, you know, another thing about Pisces is that we're very emotionally sensitive or um, we get attached quickly. I forget something Something that was like not so positive that was kind of like, <laughs> like one of those things. And right away I was like, oh my God, that's me too. Like I do do this because, and then I started backing it up with things in my past. And I was like, okay, but I don't want to identify as that because I don't want that to always be like, you know, every relationship I have or every, I don't want that to define me. Like the water thing, the body water thing. I don't care if that's part of the definition of me. Like I feel calmness around bodies of water. That doesn't weigh me down or devalue me in any way. 
You know, that doesn't hurt my identity or my self-worth. But what can hurt my self-worth is like, is believing I get attached too quickly to the point where it's like, I get too emotionally attached. I don't even know if this is a Pisces. I'm just making something up. But like, but if something's like, oh, you do this too much of this. And, and then I believe that it's like, that's kind of like a shitty thing, a shitty belief that I don't want to have about myself. So instead of embodying that as part of my identity, I just say, all right, maybe that's a warning sign for Pisces. Maybe this has been in my life before. What am I doing now to, to do differently or to work on that thing? I'm not going to let it define me, but I'm going to take it and I'm going to use it to learn a lesson from it and ask myself, you know, how can I get better at that one thing if that is in my life? But I don't use it as an excuse to why, you know, things don't work out for me or whatnot. And that's what I'm asking you not to do is to don't take, you know, how does an introvert do this just as any other person does it. That's how. That's literally how. It's like, you know, like I said, extroverts are not amazing communicators just because they're more likely to talk, (laughs) you know? It's just like, it's just understanding that you're putting a label on yourself in a negative way. And, you know, a lot of people say like being an introvert is hard. It's hard to date as an introvert. It's only hard if you want it to be hard. It's only hard if you choose that it's hard. That's really it. It all has to do with the definition of the belief that you're putting upon yourself and your identity. So I want you to change that. And even if you want to keep the introvert identity, cool. I do as well. But like I said, I take the strengths from the introvert, from being an introvert. And I say, hey, like me personally, I feel like I love knowing that I can be really comfortable with myself and I could travel by myself. And I flew to California knowing no one and lived there for three years and made like the the best of friends and did a bunch of cool shit that I like, I was so proud of. And I just did it myself. And that's something that like, I'm like, wow, like I'm an introvert and I like love, I'm so comfortable with me that I can fly across the country on a whim and just move there and leave my whole family, leave all my, leave everyone. And, and just like, (laughs) like start a new life essentially is what I did. That's so cool. And that's part of me being an introvert. Another part of me being an introvert is like just staying in and sometimes even using that as an excuse to just eat my pizza and my ice cream and like binge watch a show if I really need it. And I'll just be like, it's my introvert time (laughs) and that makes me happy, you know, or, or me knowing that I'm trying to improve my listening skills every single day. So it's like, all right, when I go out, like I'm an introvert, so I'm a better listener. Like I'm, I'm not saying I'm better than other people. Um, probably better than a lot of people. <laughs> but like, I'm not saying I'm better than extroverts. Um, there are some extroverts that are amazing listeners, but, but being an introvert, as I said, puts me more in the place of being in my mind and over like thinking, <laughs> overthinking. Yeah, I kind of do overthink, but I do look at it in a way that benefits, um, you know, the communication skills that I have or the relationships that I have. So I'm very proud of that too. And then of course there are times when I take the weaknesses and I'm like, okay, well, you know, I kind of do overanalyze. I do get in a habit of overanalyzing people based on what I do, based on being an introvert and being in my head. I do tend to do that, but you know, I'm not going to say that's because I'm an introvert and I can't change. I'm going to say, you know, I'm an introvert, so I do tend to do this more, but this is what I'm doing to get better. You know, um, I'm, I'm, I try different listening skills when I'm out with people. And when I feel like I'm just getting consumed in my head, I really do my best to focus on what they're saying. 
Like for instance, I just started uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu a couple months ago and fucking love it. But the other night I had an argument with someone, someone close to me. So I was getting in my head about it and I was in class and my sensei was going over, you know, the next technique that we would be working on. And if you guys are familiar with, with Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, it's very tactical. Like there's a lot of shit to pay attention to at once because it's like, all right, your leg is going to be here. Your foot needs to go here. Make sure your toes aren't trapped. Otherwise they might fall off if you twist too fat. (laughs) So there's a lot of like risk and you have to be on high alert when you're doing, there's a lot of chokes. You have to tap out before you're hurt. Um, so you definitely want to be paying attention to the sensei before you do a role where you're going through a technique. So I was like trying so hard to focus in this class and I was having a really hard time. And what I did was I just, I was like, all right, there's, I have to, I have to focus. What can I do right now? Shit. I need to do something quick. So I literally just said each word my sensei was saying right after he said it, like super quickly. So, you know, he was saying, all right, you're going to get in his guard And in my head, I was like, all right, you're going to get in his guard, like right after he said the words. And it was this way to force myself into the present moment and get out of my head. And before I knew it, I was in the present, I was focused on the move, and I literally don't remember what happened after that. (laughs) So it was a really great class, um, but I don't remember going back and forth in my head. Like I kind of just stayed and I didn't have to keep doing that the whole class, but it just was a great way for me to get out of my head and into reality and to actually focus and pay attention on the present moment. So there are things like that that I help my clients with where it's like, all right, you need to get out of your head and into the present. And, um, you know, this may, may come from you being alone most of the time and being comfortable there, but we don't want you in your head the whole time when you're on a date because you want to be present with her. She knows when you're paying attention and when you're not. And when you're not, when you're zoned out, it's, it's very much a turnoff, very much a turnoff. So you don't want to be that guy who seems really distracted where she has to ask you, are you okay? You seem distracted. Like, no. <laughs> so do what you can to not be, okay? And um, yeah, guys, so that's pretty much it. Just overall, don't use introvert as an excuse for why things are harder for you. Things can be hard whether you like whether or not you choose them to be hard. That's it. It's all choice, guys. Like whenever someone says, oh, life is so hard right now, It's just like life is teaching you something right now. What's it teaching you? What can you take away from it? And how can, how can you make it a little easier on yourself? Or what's going great? It's all about changing perspective, changing the questions you ask yourself. How can being an introvert work for me in my dating life? Why is being an introvert super strong and manly? Like, I, I don't even know the answers to that, but I'm just saying, like, I'm sure I can if I like thought about it and that was actually, but the point is ask yourself questions that you want answers to, you know, like if you ask yourself questions, let's just take that question. How can being an introvert make me feel more manly or appear more manly or be perceived more manly? Then you, you find, you look for questions for answers to that question where you're like, oh, wow. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I can come across more manly as an introvert. Like maybe it's because, oh, well guys are known to be more, you know, kept themselves. And when you allow the woman to talk more, she feels usually more comfortable because women are very comfortable talking in general. Like we like to do more of the talking and women should do most of the talking on dates. Definitely. 
So that does put you in a place where you appear more manly, where you're asking her a question and letting her do the rambling, more of the rambling, right? So that's just an example. Threw a few things at you, but I hope this helped, guys. Um, And this goes into everything. You know, any label you put on yourself, any personality test, any horoscope, (laughs) you know, take the good stuff, get rid of the bad, or see the bad in yourself and recognize it and then ask yourself what's going to change. Don't just say, okay, well, this is my life. This is the shit part of my horoscope. It's just how life is. I get really jealous. No, you don't have to get really jealous if you don't want to. So when you don't want something in your life, change it. Change the way you perceive it and then your perception will change the way you act on it. All right, that's all I have for you for today. (laughs) Have an amazing morning, evening, or night wherever you are in the world and I'll talk to you soon.